Welcome to the LVR Podcast, a podcast designed for Australian mortgage brokers made by brokers. We're here to help answer your questions with solid industry answers. Learning, validation, and respect. Now, here's your hosts, Ruan Berger and Marissa Schultz. Good day, everyone, and I want to welcome you back to the LVR podcast. Um, Marissa couldn't join us for this one, unfortunately, so you've got to listen to my very husky voice. The session today was one that is very close for me. Uh, It's close to home because as a broker coach, getting into broker's business is having the ability to work with them. One of the things that I see is sometimes that lead flow, deal flow, workflow, where there can be a gap in those things, and then the broker goes, oh, this dropped off, or that dropped off, and that got me to think, well, it would be good to invite someone that I've seen their work uh, over the last 12 months or so, and I've realized the value it does have to have that lead flow, deal flow, workflow under control. And no further ado, just a big welcome to Will from Broke Engine. Thanks, Ron. Great to be here. No, matey. Thank you for making the time available. Absolutely. So, Will, looking at Broke Engine and paying attention to that because a few of the businesses I work with have it in their businesses. It was also the system we signed up just before I sold my business in March 2021. And one of the things that I did like with that is is just that control on the process that you can have other people now take ownership, champion, so to speak, uh, certain parts of the process to ensure nothing drops off. Mm. What made you guys spend the time you spent to get it to that point and what is it that made you guys realize you're onto something yet? This is what brokers need. Yeah, thanks, Rowan. I guess it was recognizing some trends in the market and, and what was changing with loan processing and 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 broking in general. So you know, back in the days, a broker could quickly do an application with a client on a on a fax and send it to the lender, and it was approved and you know done deal. Yeah. But in, in more recent years, the time taken per deal is increasing. There's often more team members involved. Yeah. There's more compliance involved. Everything's got a whole lot more complex, and uh, my business partner Craig and founder of Broker Engine uh, was one touch broker, and he had a firm with multiple brokers and multiple processes. And he actually found that, hang on, I can't deliver the quality that the clients want in an efficient way. Yeah, that's going to also allow me a little bit of work life balance. Yeah, uh, unless I've actually got systems and processes to get these deals over the line and get them done. So, if you think about it, so in the marketplace, and again talking um, about brokers that may just be one broker, maybe with no support or a broker with one support or two support. For those brokers, Broker Engine, does that have a place in the market for them? Is that a workable tool that can help them a little bit with that work-life balance? As you said, there's all these loose points that seems Broker Engine seems to consolidate it, if you like. Yeah, look, I think a very strong use case for, for what we do, it's all about teamwork and work workflow. So if a broker has an assistant and someone else to take the back office work off their plate, or they might have yeah. 10 people or 20 or 50 people, but if they've got some sort of team, then I think what we do help with is that sort of specialization and division of labor approach. So the broker focuses on being a broker, the sales, the advice, yeah. and the back office focus on, on what they do to get the deals over the line. Yeah. Single brokers, I think it, it does depend. As a single broker, yes, you can have efficient tools, but you know it, it's still you doing it. I think the best opportunity for single brokers is to get some support so you don't have to do it and you can focus on being a broker. But uh, if you are a single broker, then, yeah, we do have integrations with aggregators um, or certain aggregators, AFG, for example, where 
there's uh, even more of a use case for a single broker, but generally we are a teamwork product. Okay. And so if, if you think about the front end of this proposition, um, you, you know, it makes sense. I mean, it's lead flow, deal flow, that workflow. What about the back end? Um, does that have to go to a different system again, or is the system all encompassing from whether the first engagement or ongoing engagement? Because you know, as a broker, at the end of the day, we're after clients, not customers. Mm. We want to be for that longevity. Absolutely. Yeah, we do handle the entire life cycle of the client. So starting with the lead workflow. Okay. With the lead flow, well, workflow, certain things come up, such as um, you might have a client who expressed interest that then goes, you know, be quiet. So you've got a you've got to follow up multiple times and you don't want to lose track. Or maybe you chat with a client and they're a nice person and they can probably do something but not for three or six or nine months. So again, you want to you want to keep in touch. Yeah. Um, or maybe they're ready to go now. So yeah. regardless of that situation, you need to be able to diarize it or, or keep it in a trusted system so you don't let those deals fall through the, the cracks, yeah. you know, where, where we start. Then the client says, yeah, okay, let's do a deal. And you've got to get it over the line. As uh, we usually say, you know, Every residential mortgage workflow is sort of 80% the same. It's the 20% differences that'll kill you. Yeah. So it's the, the lender rebates, the, the guarantors, the, the rate locks, the first-time buyer deposit schemes, and all these other weird and wonderful things that are going to complexify that workflow. Yeah. So we sort of, you know, capture that and, and simplify that. And then eventually you get to settlement. And then around settlement, post-settlement, you want, you want to ensure, that, you want to ensure that, that's smooth. Yeah, but then also beyond settlement, handling the regular review process to to sort of take that client prisoner uh, and uh, look after them really well so they never go elsewhere. Yeah. So running those reviews and even even maintenance workflows. Yeah. You know things like progress payments and fixing and switching and things like that. They're not exactly the sexiest thing that that brokers do, but if your workflows are crappy around that, they're just going to take up a lot of time. Yeah. Maybe the client doesn't feel looked after. And maybe that's a trigger for them to seek other assistance, you know. So yeah. the whole life cycle has to be smooth and effective so that you do, you know, create that client rather than the customer, as you say. Yeah. And the thing is, and it sounds wonderful, it sounds like it's a, at least it's going to make anyone's life easier in that respect. The question for me just is the time it may take to set up such a proposition because, like we all know, um, you know, when, when you've dealt with a client in the past, it's not just drop of a hat and everything happens. Mm-hmm. Everything takes time. So building these type of things, um, if I was to sign up tomorrow for Broker Engine to create this you know, opportunity in respect of lead flow, deal flow, workflow, how long would it take me to set it up so that it is my system, my process, my proposition? Yeah, the short answer to that is that from a, a group signing up to when they're actually using Broker Engine 100% day-to-day in their practice, it's usually about three weeks. Yeah. So we do that by, you know, most software, you know, it's an empty shell and you, you, you get it and then you've got to build out all the, the content and the emails and the tasks and the workflows and all that and it takes yeah. months and months to, to get going. With Broker Engine, we supply the workflows out of the box. Okay. That they can then be sort of quickly customized to suit a firm's workflow. Yeah. Uh, and we also have a customer success team that work with each group to to get them up to speed, get them comfortable, make sure they've got support and so they can start getting value quickly. Okay. And so you said, um, you know, three weeks. Do you find in businesses there's usually one person that champion that or does everyone pitch in and, you know, everyone is part of that process or is there usually someone that takes ownership on such a system? It'll depend a bit on size and complexity of the team. If you've got, you know, two, three, four people, then typically they'll all, 
get fairly involved on a relatively equal basis. You might have one person like the business owner who's somewhat more of a, yeah. a workflow architect. In the bigger team, sort of, you know, 10 plus, yeah. you sometimes have a bit of a, as you say, a, a, a champion, one or two people who really understand the systems deeply and the workflows, and then they get it configured and set up. Yeah. And then we introduce the rest of the team as a phase two, yeah. where we sort of say, okay, it's all been set up to your firm now. Now here's how to drive it. And away you go on the road. Yeah. So if you think of companies that are currently using it and currently working with Broke Engine, if you had to choose three or four things that you think of those companies that they shout out that they go, this is why, why we use this system because it's doing this, that, and the other for us, what is the three or four things that comes to mind that people go, this is why we got to have this in our business? Yeah, look, there's a couple, a few things that come to mind. So firstly, the what we call Finance Vault, which is our sort of fact find and document collection portal, is a very intuitive tool that allows brokers to get the information they need quickly and painlessly from the client. Yeah. So broker likes it, team likes it, client likes it. We get a lot of good feedback about that one. Okay. The other thing is around creating workflow, like documented workflows and processes. So a lot of broking teams, you know, they might have been working together for a while. It's all in everyone's head and it sort of works, but it's not really scalable and it's, it leads to a lot of stress and occasionally things getting missed and people having to go and scramble and, and fix them all. So getting all that workflow into a trusted system with visibility allows teams generally to uh, become at least 20% more efficient. Yeah. So in other words, they can write 20% more deals with the same team. Yeah. So that's uh, the second point. And the, the third point is, uh, you know, brokers who are business builders and are building a, a brokerage that they want to scale and, and uh, want to exit like you, like you yourself have done. Yeah. You know, they can't, you know, if you've got a, a bit of a client list and a bunch of processes in your head, then your valuation and your brand value is not going to be, you know, a very high multiple. Conversely, if you have a proper team, proper processes, proper brand, it's all held together in a really solid way, the multiple around the business, the value of the business is going to be a lot more substantial. And, and, and that's what a lot of our yeah. users are building toward as well. Yeah. So if you think about the market as it currently stands, a lot more brokers is talking about, I, I've got to re-engage with my referral sources. You know, we've got to pay more attention to our lead flows. So if you think about the lead flow, so does it have the functionality at this stage? I mean, uh, let's say I've got five names being given to me by a real estate agent. Can the system update the real estate agent via text message or is that still something a broker needs to do on their own? Uh, no, they can absolutely be built into workflows in a custom manner. Okay. So, for example, a broker could say, hey, every time a, you know, if I get a referral from a real estate agent, I want to ping them, you know, with an email or a text, um, say, after we've had the first meeting, um, after formal approval and on settlement. Okay. And then the system would automatically go ping, ping, ping and update them and, and, and keep them informed because I think yeah. if you don't keep people informed around that stuff, they, they go, oh, maybe none of these referrals are getting anywhere and they stop referring. Agreed. So, so just to take it a step further forward, if I've just had the name and the number from the real estate, that early communications in respect of um, booked an appointment, did that, can that already been be done in broker engine as well? Uh, I'm not, uh, so in other words, if a real estate agent making that direct referral, is that what you mean? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so the way we would do that is to, you know, you probably set up a form somewhere, it could be on a web form as, as, a, as a referral form, and that can then be piped in directly to broker engine via a, a little, uh, via an app called Zapier. Okay. So you would need a third-party app called Zapier to do that. But okay. Absolutely, you can, you can drop those leads in in real time, and then from there, 
um, the system will recognise that that real estate agent referred that lead and those update workflows could kick in to keep the, the real estate updated. That's the, that's the part that is always of interest to me because I was always for lead flow. Um, I mean, workflow is fantastic but and so is deal flow, but the lead flow is what gets you the appointments. That's what gets you the activity. Yes. So it's awesome to know that within Broke Engine, you're going to have that upsize that you can do those things. And it's almost like it becomes harder than to drop the ball and just let's say it was sent to you on a Sunday. You're having that ability if you didn't deal with it on the Sunday that at least it is now being captured and therefore you can deal with it. Yeah. I think for quite a few brokers out there, it's almost like not centralise the system in respect of sitting with a client and then going further. It's, it's centralised it from the start. Yeah. Yeah. And then having that ability at the end, as you just said, you know, when the loan settles, that aftercare can be built into Broker Engine as well. And I assume from what I've just gathered now from what you said is that can be via email or text message. Yeah, so with uh, email updates are sort of built into our workflow builder, text messages can all, uh, can also be sent yeah. uh, via a, a te- any text message provider, uh, and that would also be done via Zapier. And is that is that the way that that can be built in as well for to go at certain time slots like you do with emails? Yes, absolutely, yep. Oh, that's impressive. And so yep. to, just on that note, and I mean, talking about new brokers to the industry, you know, because their challenges has become more real because uh, for a lot of us, we've seen the market doing its ups and downs. Uh, for the new broker, that that's all new challenges coming. Um, you think of policy and all those things. Does Broker Engine assist with things like that to give that new broker a little bit more comfort in respect of the type of lenders, in respect of lending capacity, in respect of policy? Well, how does Broker Engine assist those type of brokers with those things if they are two brokers and they're big enough team already, but they still need a bit of guidance? Yeah, I think that we help in a few regards. One is to give more structure around that workflow, particularly that lender specific, deal-specific workflows. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit different from for different types of situations. And I think it takes a while as a broker to get your head around how different different processes and deals can be in different situations. Yeah. We also have a, a nice integration with Quickly, okay. uh, which is a you know, it's a nice servicing tool that many people know. Yeah. And that allows sort of Quickly scenarios to be pre-populated from Broker Engine and, and to use that in concert with, with Broker Engine. Yeah. So those are all tools that are, you know, really, really useful. We don't go super in depth into say policy or things like that within within broker engine. Yeah, but we do you know most of the rest of the process to help help the broker focus on on the the main game. No, I get it. Well, I want to thank you for your time today, and it was really good just to take a quick roadmap on broker engine and get a real good feel um, how that almost circle back the whole activity, but also the client engagement from go to woe in respect of um, how you can have that client engagement and be the broker for clients. Absolutely. On that note, I just want to say thank you to the listeners. Please do subscribe to our podcast. Please do share it with um, any of your colleagues. And more to the point, if you have any questions or any future podcasts you would like to hear, please do uh, email us at info at successandbroker.com.au. Till our next podcast, stay safe and talk soon. Thanks, Ron. Great to chat. Thank you, my man. Thanks for listening to the LVR podcast. We hope you gained massive value from today's episode. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Success and Broker and The Broker Journal driving broker routines and behaviors for better client outcomes. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
And we'd appreciate if you gave us a five-star review. That way, it'll help others who would value this content too. We'll join you in the next episode. 